welcome to Tip Talks, another episode of Tip Talks. We've got two very special guests today, Michael and Nikki Brown. Uh, some regulars up here. I always appreciate having them around. If you want to, how are y'all? How are y'all doing this morning? I'm doing good. My name's Michael Brown. I'm with Creative Vision Coaching. And I'm Nikki Brown. I'm also with Creative Vision Coaching. Awesome. Well, thank y'all for coming in this morning and sitting in on this. So, okay, tell me a little bit about what you both do. I have sat in a couple of classes, and it's been thoroughly enjoyable. Well, we do a a multitude of things. Mm -hmm. So I have been a coach, a life coach, personal development coach for about 12 and a half years now. And a couple years ago, I guess it was back in 2019, Michael and I started doing some personal development classes and training together. And so we have just been developing that slowly over the last few years. Mm-hmm. And we do different things now in combination with Michael's work, which he'll tell you about in a moment his creative work. So now we are combining this personal development work along with his creative work. Mm -hmm. And I call it our creative dynamics classes, where we take the creativity and the personal development and blend them together into this really nice mix. And it's just so much fun. And people seem to really enjoy that. Yeah. Michael? So what we do is we use creativity to help foster thinking and help you to realize what's going on in your life and what's and how to look at life in different ways. So some of the ways that we do it is we have a class that we teach that's called Lego Serious Play. And we use the Lego to foster creativity. Hmm. So we'll ask you an answer and we'll ask you to build the answer. So when you build the answer, the actual, there's 10 years of science behind it Hmm. where the actual building of the answer helps you get creative and helps open your mind for more, more ideas Hmm. for your answer. So then when we, when, after you build your answer, you go, we go around and ask you to tell us about your model in relation to the answer. So people are more apt to talk about the, the answer Mm -hmm. without knowing that they're talking about the answer Mm -hmm. because they're talking about their model. That's a very, very fun program that we do. Hmm. We, I also do woodwork because I have Willow Creek custom knives and Willow Creek custom, uh, Willow Creek woodcrafts. Mm-hmm. And what I do is I use woodcrafts to help you learn about life. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of fun too. And our pen turning classes were the first part of that that we do. Yeah. And those are a big hit. Those are always fun. The first time that I did, I turned my first pen. I realized how therapeutic and like how really enjoyable the thing was. Mm-hmm. One thing, okay, the last class that I was in with those teachers, that one was cool because what, what kind of caught my attention was you can tell their personality by the materials they pick. 
and by the way their pen looks, it's almost like a physical example of their creativity, which I thought was just a really cool thought. I'm always curious to see what people are going to make. Oh, yeah. It's so much fun. And Michael, I wasn't there for that class, Uh but Michael was telling me that when the teachers first came in that um, there was some hesitancy Mm -hmm. on the part of (laughs) at least one of them, I think. And by the time she was through with the class, she was just so excited and she built, um, I think it was a pepper grinder. Yeah. So it was just so much fun to hear that. I just love, I love helping people Mm -hmm. really get to understand and appreciate themselves more through my work and through these creative dynamics classes that we do. Like you said, James, Mm -hmm. it's, it's so personal and it's, there's so much that comes out about that human being, that that individual. It's just so much fun watching them and well, not watching them because I don't see actually, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, but being with them and hearing their expressions and just really almost feeling them light up mm-hmm. from what they're doing. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I like to show people that every, I have so many people tell me, oh, I'm not very creative. And I have to say, you are very creative. The problem is you are creative at three years old and you've been taught the creativity out of you mm-hmm. until now. So you just need to learn your creativity again. And yeah just showing people that they can be creative and that it isn't all about the end results. The The pen that we make at the end of the pen class is nice, but it's not about that. It's about the process and about actually being creative and relaxing and getting into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like what you said about you were creative when you were three years old, but that thing was, you were, it was taught out of you. I really think, and sometimes when people were talking about it and they have a hard time functioning in their creativity it's like go back to when you were a kid i think the creativity we have as kids is meant to grow and mature and develop as we do mm-hmm. you can be responsible with it uh and another thing that y'all said in the, the pen class i was in nikki the the ta- the subject was basically like who here thinks they're creative or are you creative and most people are like no i'm not yeah it's so sad but then you teach you you offer First off, you offer a tangible function where they can make something and their creativity and their personality comes out in the work and in the process. And then you show it to them. It's like, hey, you actually are creative. Here's the proof of it. Look what you did. Yeah. It's just a really cool, a really cool um, avenue for people to function in, even if they are timid about it at the beginning, like those teachers. Oh, absolutely. And most people are because... When people think about creativity, they typically think of creativity as uh, being a good artist or being able to draw or being able to play music or Mm -hmm. something like that. There are all kinds of creativity, just the ability to think differently. Mm -hmm. But that's not what is socially acceptable, Mm -hmm. you know. So... There, there's a quote by Pablo Picasso, I think, and I'll probably butcher the quote, but he, he says that basically all of us were born artists or we were, we were artists when we were younger. Artists meaning not necessarily good drawers or good painters, but just artistic and mm-hmm. creative. 
But the trick is learning to stay an artist Mm -hmm. as we grow up. So I I really like what you said, James, about how that those things can grow and develop with us. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a really it's really sad that people don't think of themselves as creative because we all as as a human being, Mm -hmm. you are creative. Yeah. 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 It's in the nature of it. Mm But that's that's the beauty of the classes. It's like the people that say no, find out they are. Right. You offer them. You kind of reprove them of what creativity is. Mm. The fact that they are. And some of the things, like in the knife classes that I teach, and the knife classes is a perfect example of it. People work on their knives, and they get halfway through, and they go, "Oh, I got a knife. I, I'm done." And it's not about that. Mm-hmm. It's about putting more and more into it. And I'm always pushing them to sand more and sand more and sand more. And in the last class that we did, somebody really butchered their knife because they drilled too many holes in it and stuff. And they were like, I'm just, he he said, I'm OCD. I can't do this. I said, yes, you can. So I said, let me see it and I'll show you a little trick that I do. So I showed him the trick and we filled it in and we used the exact same sanding dust that was in the knife that he was sanding with. And when it came out, he goes, I can't even see where you fixed it. I said, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. It's it's all a matter of perspective. Yeah. And like some of the things with knives, I've built knives for nine years now, but probably for the first three or four years, I was just building knives to build knives. But when I finally learned that to set them there and really let the knife come out of the wood or let the knife come out of what's sitting there, I, then I really started creating things that were real enjoyable and it was a lot mm. more relaxing. That's a good way. Well, the knife with the holes in it. It's like my daughter, and I used to have this problem too. She'll draw a picture or color a picture and then she'll like crumple up the paper and say, I messed up. And so I'm teaching her like, no, there really is no such thing as messing up when right. it comes to these things. Like the knife, it's like, no, you didn't mess up. It's something different and you can work with it and do something with it. Mm. I like one of my clients. She says mistakes, instead of calling them mistakes, mm-hmm. she calls them must takes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because these are steps I must take hmm. to move forward or to get better or to learn or to grow. Yeah. And so, yes, we're all human. We're all fallible. We all maybe make missteps or, or do things um, in a way that we don't weren't weren't planning or we don't like Mm -hmm. but you can take that and learn from it and grow from it yeah and that that's one thing i really like about michael's classes where some some of the classes have to do with knife building or the pens or some of the other woodwork is he helps people see that you know there's so many life lessons in working with this wood and these Mm -hmm. materials there's so many things to learn about ourselves as we work on these projects. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 I've never once seen Michael say, oh, it's ruined. It's messed up. No. I completely start over. It's like, well, you always fix it. There's always a solution. That kid, one of his pins, like he cracked it in half on the lathe. And so like the inner workings of it was showing, yeah. but it added something to it. Mm-hmm. It made it better. I think it made it, you know, more unique. That's yeah. one thing. Okay, the perspective and the creativity. This is an example um, I shared with somebody this week. So remember Snowvid when it snowed real heavy and every all the power went out? 
Mm-hmm. My daughter and I went out and we're building, uh, you know, snowmen in the front yard. And I built a, I was like, I'm going to build a, you know, character out of the snow. So I had no gloves and I was out there building this thing until the sun went down. And my wife comes out and she says, James, what are you doing? You need to get in here before you get frostbite. And you've been gone for four hours. And I realized I was playing in the snow with no gloves in freezing temperatures. And I was 100% fine. And I built this thing and like it was in the, I think the news, it was in the newspaper or something, this sculpture that I made. Well, weeks, weeks or maybe a couple months later, I worked for a local grocery chain and I had to go in the grocery store to help out the stores. And my job was to front the shelves on the chip aisle. And in just in my mind, I was like, I'm going to apply that feeling, that joy that I had sculpting this snowman, the creativity that went into it. I'm going to have that as I straighten up these shelves. And I kid you not, I felt the same like creative just joy and fun moving chip bags around as I did sculpting this snowman. So it really is something. Creativity isn't limited to like one, like I'm a painter or I'm a musician. It's something you can tap into and apply to everything that you do. Yeah, absolutely. That's so funny that you mentioned that because, um, I went to a virtual conference this week, Hmm. a coaching conference. And for one of the presentations, this gentleman was interviewing, um, I don't even know what airport it was, or, and I don't remember the guy's name, but, but the gentleman that was doing the presentation had done an interview with this guy at the airport who his job was to empty the trashes at the airport. Hmm. Now, I think most people would think, oh, my gosh, you know, having to pick up after all those people and how nasty and mm-hmm. you know, all that. This guy was incredible. I mean, he was happy. He was excited. He was talking about how much he loved his job because he could make people's lives better. Wow. By doing... It was just so, you really gave you the warm fuzzies. you Yeah. Know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because that's, oh, if we could just all bring more of that mm-hmm. to our daily lives. It's, and, and creativity is a big part of that. Yeah. Because looking at the things in front of us or um, taking, taking in our situations in a way, looking at them as if for the first time. Yeah. You know, when, and, and a good way to practice that is every time you go in a room. Just as you enter the door to stop and almost like look around and be in that room as if it was the first time Hmm. you were entering that room. That's a really cool exercise to do. Yeah. Reminds me of the quote we heard this morning about happiness that the foolish man views happiness and says, I will get there. And the smart man says, I grow it at my feet. I grow it under my feet. It's there. Yeah. 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 That was great. Well, I mean, it's such a close, it's so, it's so close to that perspective because it's as simple as a decision. Just being aware of it and saying, you know what, I'm going to change. I'm going to choose the happiness. I'm going to choose creativity in this or to be open to it. Yeah, at least to be open to it because we don't always feel mm-hmm. like that. And sometimes it's not, 
it's simple, but it's not always easy. Yeah. Right. Um, but, but just having the, even, even just setting the intention mm-hmm. of, okay, today I will choose yeah. gratitude. I will choose create creative thinking. Mm-hmm. I will choose to look at something differently, even when I don't feel yeah. like it. Yeah. That's a really good, yeah. It's, it's every, I mean, circumstances and situations happen every day. So it's almost as if there's always opportunity to, to be on the offensive and to choose. Like you said, like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be good in this situation. or I'm going to choose gratitude mm-hmm. no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. And that, that takes the whole aspect of I'm having a bad day or, you know, I'm having a bad week. It's like the world doesn't happen to us at this point. We happen to the world, whatever circumstance comes in our path. We have the decision of how we're going to go about it. And I think when we do it with gratitude, whatever it may be, because I think there's always gain in it, even if it's bad, it's always a lesson to be learned, but other people see that too. I just think it's a, it's definitely a healthier outlook and way to operate and go about the day. It's a perspective shift. It is a perspective shift. It's, it's a paradigm. It's yeah. a paradigm shift. And it doesn't mean it's easy, mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that because you make a choice to be grateful or to be creative or to, to look at something in a different way that all of a sudden everything in life is rainbows and lollipops and butterflies. Yeah. But the way I kind of look at it, it's like in a dark room, even even the smallest candle makes a difference mm-hmm. right i mean even the the least little bit of of choice that you make you just crack open the door yeah and that then allows other things to come into your life mm-hmm. so reminds me of the john maxwell quote sometimes you win sometimes you learn mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. huh yeah and i've learned just like my business that it's all about the change that you make every day. It doesn't have to be a big change. It just has to be a change. Hmm. And the Japanese call it Kanai. It's constant, never-ending improvement. Yeah. Kaizen. Kaizen, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kaizen, yeah. 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 How did y'all get started in this? Like, where's the the beginning of it? When did y'all first say, hey, let's do something? My start is different than her start. So we'll let you, I'll let her start because Mm -hmm. mine started because of hers. Okay. So I guess really my first way back when start was when I was in high school. Um, I think for graduation, I received a book, a Zig Ziglar book Mm -hmm. called See You at the Top. Great little book. (laughs) Hmm. And that was, I guess, my first self-development type book. And then I remember reading Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. And just, you know, different books like that that I didn't purposefully go looking for. They just came into my life. Mm -hmm. And, And so over the years, I've always been fascinated with human psychology and and why people do what they do. So... Back in 2010, it was like January or February of 2010, I learned that there was this thing, this profession called personal coaching 
or life coaching. Hmm. And I thought, oh, my goodness, this is what I've been doing my whole life. Hmm. What? <laughs> I didn't know there was such a thing. So I started learning about it, and I took a class in that and never looked back. And now, like I said, I've been coaching for 12 years. Now I'm also a, a coach educator. I teach for a coaching, a coach training program. And I mentor other coaches, and I absolutely love that because to me, it's like you know ripples in the water. Like you throw a stone in in the middle of the pond, and the ripples just go out and mm -hmm. out and out. And so I love, I love working with my personal clients, and I also love helping other people make make a difference in the lives of their clients. Mm. And so I had been doing that. Well, let's see. When I started my coaching class back in 2010, we had to, as part of the class, all, all of us as students had to volunteer someone as a, um, a client for a classmate. So all of us brought different people and we changed, you know, we switched them out. Mm -hmm. So we, I coached someone else's person and someone else coached my person. Well, we had one gentlemen in the class all of us were women except this one gentleman and i thought oh michael you know maybe he would be a good client for this guy so i volunteered michael and then he can tell you the rest of the story so she asked me if i would do some coaching with this client and i would do some coaching on my business or something hmm. and uh, i reluctantly said yes and so we went ahead and started coaching and this guy that was coaching me, he's been coaching me or a good friend for 12 years now. So we started out with business coaching and he would go through different things in my business. And back in, back then it was my computer business. And we did that for several years. We went through that and he was very hard on me, he kept me accountable and, hmm to make sure that I was doing what I was doing or he was going to stop coaching me. So one day I woke up and realized uh, this isn't about my business. This is about me. Hmm. I'm the one that needs to change. It's me that needs to change. Once I change, once I do what I'm supposed to be doing, all the others will fall in place. Hmm. And so that started changing quite a bit. And then... Uh, several years down the line, we he was going to restart his programs, and he didn't have someone to help him. So I volunteered to do to help him with it, and I started learning all the stuff that he was going to do in his classes, and I went full tilt on that. And when I did, I was changing inside more and more and more rapidly. So I really got excited about things. When I started, I was very much a person on autopilot. Mm -hmm. um, feelings were just the extreme things. Uh, you know, I only felt the extreme feelings. And I, I say it tooth and nail, but I really didn't have much, much feelings for things. I, I didn't realize people had thought, had feelings. Mm -hmm. I mean, I knew it, but I didn't. So we got into this, and it, and I've really changed a lot. It wasn't necessarily a one-day epiphany, yeah. but I changed a lot. Well, that's a relatable thing, too. I think there's a lot of people that are on autopilot oh, or just, yeah. like, going through the motions of, like, 
yeah, like a cycle or something, but yeah, that's relatable. So I was doing computer work for the department of health in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to my boss who was uh, second or third. I think she was third in charge of the department of health. And she was talking to me and she goes, uh, we really need some motivational speakers because our employees just aren't very motivated. I said, no, you don't really need motivational speakers. I said, you need self-development teachers. And mm -hmm. she said, well, what's a self-development teacher? So I talked to her about what all that was. And she talked about it. And she says, that sounds really good. She says, but I don't know any. <laughs> I said, well, I do. <laughs> she says, who? I said, me and my wife. And so we, we started, started getting a program cool. together. And so I came back home and told my wife all about it. And she goes, oh, that's going to be a really good program for you. I go, yeah, but here's the caveat. You're doing it too. <laughs> he drags me into these yeah. things, you know, just like today. He said, oh, by the way, we're going to be on this podcast. <laughs> you didn't tell her till this morning? Well, he told me like yesterday. Was it yesterday? Day before, oh, to be cool. honest. <laughs> and I kept saying, Okay, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> anyway. Man. Yeah, it has made a big difference for Michael. And um, I think that's that's the thing is sometimes we as people, we mm -hmm. think, um, I want to make a change in my life. I want everything different right now. <laughs> you yeah. know, it doesn't work that way most of the time. Yeah. Now, some things can change and some things do change very quickly. But over it's over time and those layer after layer and in small things changing over time that really then you look back and it's like oh wow i've come a long way mm -hmm. so hmm. so does it start with just the initial decision of it's that i want to change it's that opening the door like i talked about earlier mm -hmm. just making a choice really making a choice and saying okay Something, and you might not even know right then exactly what needs to change, but mm -hmm. you know something needs to be different or that you want something different yeah. out of your life. And that's that's one thing I really love. Michael mentioned the, the Lego Serious play. Yeah. Um, because a lot of the time we have these thoughts and ideas and feelings that have been um, kind of, we've, we've bottled them up over time mm -hmm. and life kind of beats it out of you. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, no, we have work. We've got to go to work. We've got to get the kids to school. We've got to take care of the lawn. We've got to do the dishes. We've mm -hmm. got to do the laundry, you know, and all of these things. And, and we tend to forget about all those thoughts and ideas and, and desires that we had at one time for our life. So what I do through coaching, what we do through these classes, and what the Lego Serious Play is really good about doing is helping people reconnect with, with having a little fun, mm -hmm. building something, getting something tangible in front of them. And that very often we don't even realize until we're right in the middle of it, oh, I, you know, this is what it means for me. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like, um, I don't know. It, it's like, it's a, like I said, opening that door to your creativity mm -hmm. and who you really are and let, letting that person come out and see the sunshine. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, yeah, important. Yeah. Oh. Huh. 
that's what I, that's what I really appreciate about what y'all do. And if I had to sum it up, that's what I would say. I would say you provide the space and almost like a mirror to show people like, Hey, you are capable of creativity. Like this is what you're capable of. Like it's possible for you. You kind of, you, you turn on that candle in a dark room for these people. And that really is uh, even in even in my coaching. That's that's what it's all about. Is really we help our clients see things mm-hmm. that they might not have seen before, or yeah. might might have been too afraid to really look at before, mm-hmm. or might just take a new, as we talked about earlier, a new perspective, a new look at before. Yeah, and giving them that safe space to do that, non judgmental just encouraging and supportive and um it's just really cool to see what comes out of that that space yeah for people yeah yeah cool so where where can people go if they want to book you or the things that you have to offer website facebook yeah well they can go to they can go to our website. Mm-hmm. I, we have createavisioncoaching.com. Okay. And I, there's also a short version of that, which is yeah. cavcoaching.com. Okay. And then um, I also have my, my strict, maybe strictly coaching site, which is Coach Nikki B, okay. N-I-K-K-I-B as in brown, coachnikkib.com. Um, Michael's website i don't know if you want all because we have multiple well i mean we could put it in the show notes yeah, which yeah. i want to make it available for people yeah because michael has his knife site willow creek custom knives.com mm-hmm. willow creek woodcrafts.com and so maybe all of those can just go in your show notes yeah but um yeah and our websites he, even though he's a computer guy our websites are not the best right now because yeah, you know, who has time to mess with the website yeah but, um, yes, we definitely have a place where people can go and contact us, reach out to us. Mm-hmm. And I'm always happy to talk with people. Um, and then we have things here at, at the pipeline. Right. Michael's know? our in-house, so, like, woodworking yeah. master craftsman here. Yeah, we're here a lot. So. Yeah. And we post those on Facebook. And the events we do, we do them uh, on Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. So you can register at Eventbrite Yeah, and see what we got going. Always fun. Always fun. Yeah, we'll be doing more of that. So Cool. Yeah. But thank you. Yeah, Jay. absolutely. Thank you all for coming in on here and sitting down with me and talking. It's always fun to like share everybody's what they do. And uh, I like to pick y'all's brain. I wanted to hear the heart behind it too and the stories and stuff. I think that adds weight to what you do. Right. When people, when people, because they can feel that. It's, it's tangible. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, I appreciate both of you. Oh, well, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you.